across the neck so Oh, it's a big one with double digits, Romy, bro. Episode 10, Fight Hub, Cartwellians, Etiligos, Kweni Uri, Trend Podcast, She. Welcome, welcome. We had some uh, comments, you know, on the, our YouTube, and I want to thank um, Bacho for commenting and giving us feedback, you know. He's, he thinks Drakhan Kartwellepiwat and we're doing it about Georgian fighters yeah, 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 that, that we should nah, we should talk in Georgian more. So uh and I think he's he's right, you know. He's got up. well we can talk in both it, languages and Yes uh, and no, thing. yeah, let's mix it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's about mixed martial arts. Oh my god, Bijeps. Jorge. Jorge Bovita. Jorge, the three of us with Nate. With Nate. Oh, yeah, with Nate. Me chem studio shi. Me arwar professional adgil shi chem shi echwa magram. Spalni ashi kashem. What are balcons? How do you say balcon? Balcons are all the Canada's. Bicho, ara mek ara da saburtaluze balkonze tkhonda az khar ta ik ragats ez vinakhavt itkho me balkonian khonda tkhensavit tkhensavit igi rakhuya professionalu igi ar masvi ar akhuya microphone it's okay bro you look like yakuza don't worry about it your pets are Yakuza for real. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Oh, what do you mean? This is Borjgali. What are you talking about? Yeah. I see that. I see that. Yes, but for real. Give lots out. Congrats. We, we stamped it there. We stamped it on fight night with Guram there. The underdog, George. The underdog that was so huge, man. He was like plus 300 or something. Crazy. You know, talking about talking about Guram's fight, man. I mean, he was going against, as far as I know, undefeated, right? That the guy, the guy yeah. was undefeated. Yeah. I mean, the guy Stop was right. very stuck. I mean, he. I mean, that was a very tough battle, and Guram made a, an amazing performance. Did you see his kicks? Did you see Guram's kicks? Yeah, like, man. Every sick. single kick that he threw was like fire. Did you see? Did you see the other guy's face? Right, like before, before he even landed each, each, each of those kicks, the guy was making that face, like, ah, oh, he's about to kick me again. Oh, I see what you're saying. I he, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he was clinching. He was clinching. He when when the kick was coming, yeah. the other guy he was trying to get ready for. You saw his body go, you know, kind yeah. of like so much power. And and that guy, and he's I, an amazing submission grappler. He's, he's very yeah, I didn't. Player. I thought he was a striker for some reason. I, I didn't well, do my homework. I think he's well-rounded. He's like a he's GSP, a man. He's like yeah. a Polish GSP, dog. That guy, he's very well-rounded. And so this was like a very hard fight for Guram. Yeah. His first fight going against a guy like that. Wow. And look what he did. That he was guy. really able to 
you know, have that slight edge and advantage. I think the judges gave it to him because his overall aggressiveness. You know know what – the the what Guram's fight, uh, you know what it reminded me yesterday. Have you seen Boss Rutten versus Kevin Rendleman for the heavyweight title back in the day? I think I remember that fight. That fight. It was not Boss Rutten all out. Boss Rutten spent uh, like eighty percent of that fight on his back, but he never stopped working. Remember, he was elbowing him from the bottom, uh, threatening yeah, submissions nonstop, and they gave it to Boss because of that. He spent all you know, most of the fight on, on his back, but he won the fight. He won the title. And that reminded me of that fight yesterday because Guram, well, first of all, he pieced him apart uh, standing. You could feel the power difference was tremendous. And, uh, uh, you know, the knockdown and everything, I mean, he was better than him standing up. And then on the ground, he never stopped. He never stopped working. He was still going for Oma Platas. He was uh, pulling the yeah. butterfly guards. It was he beautiful. Was, yeah, he was very active. It was, a, it was a split decision, but pretty. It was pretty clear who the you know who 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 won the better split of the who won the better half of that split. You know. Well, you know, some people some people thought that um, Gamrat actually you know slightly had the edge, and they felt that because of the takedowns. He had the edge. And then at the end of the fight, Guram even kind of yeah, said, yeah. I don't think I won the fight. I think I'm not won the fight because of the takedowns. It's like, I don't necessarily, <laughs> I don't know if that was a good idea. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was yeah. honest answer. So a, it was yeah, an honest answer. So he got a lot of respect and a lot of fans when he yeah. said that. And guess what? Yeah, yeah, Guram, is, Guram is not a judge, man. You know? So everyone doesn't mean that he said, oh, I don't well, think I won the, the fight that that he didn't win the fight because Here, in round one and in round two, he did win. Here's the best thing that you next really time he has a, next time he has a close fight. Guess what the judges are going to do. They're going to give it to the other guy. You know what I mean? I haven't thought about that's, that. That's bad. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. It's, it's potential. You're not always, you never know. Obviously, you know what they say? Don't leave it in the hands of the judges. No, I'm just kidding. You know, obviously yeah, yeah, you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. said than done. <laughs> done, but. No, really, it's what an amazing. It's his first fight in the UFC. I mean, what an amazing first performance yeah, against an fight. undefeated guy. Jesus Christ! And he was just so sharp, and you saw his potential. Yeah, you, you see, this guy has something special. You see, this guy yeah. is really like just getting started. Fight of the night, man! This is main event. Did he get a bonus? Will be main event. Oh, yeah, get... fight of the night, of course. Oh, fight shit. of the night. Congratulations! <laughs> he can he can buy like fifteen houses in San Miguel with that money. <laughs> 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 I like when he said Hamzat is like his brother, and uh, he even said like uh, talking about money. He said it will send your yeah, family yeah, money yeah. and all that. Did you see that interview? That's really cool, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. It's wild to hear for certain people that, you know, certain certain people the, that have never got gotten through any diversity and hardships in their lives. It's kind of wild to listen to that kind of stuff. Like, but yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that kind of stuff is common for our people. We always help each other out because we always struggle and we, we need each other. That's all we have. But yeah. It was good. It was it was good to set the tone like that. To good to explain what, what was really what kind beautiful. Of friendship. Yeah. What was really beautiful yeah, like, for me was that you can see how happy Hamzat was, bro. You you can see yeah, and yeah. feel that, and that that is special, bro. That's brotherhood. That's <laughs> that's friendship. That's family. That's love. When you can see 
your brother is so happy for you. He's, he's feeling that happiness. I don't think he was, when he won, I don't think he, when Hamzat won, I never saw he was as happy as when Guram won, bro. And that's yeah. the bond. That's the brothers, man. That's, that's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah, beautiful. That's the, uh, yeah, it was the great. The thing nice. about the martial arts, you know, in, in martial arts, you know, you, when you're on the mat with somebody, it doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter if you have different politics, different religion, uh, whatever the differences might be. In martial arts, it's a even. Yeah. It's a level playing ground. It's an even, even playing ground. You know, for everybody. Yeah. And that's one of the great things about martial arts. And and that's uh, one of my favorite things about the martial arts. You know, and anybody can do it. And it's one of the few sports that, you know, right now if you wanted to play basketball with LeBron James. You can't do that. You can't go. Play, you can't. You can't go play basketball with LeBron James. But you can go. You can try. And and yeah, you might. You know, you can try, right? <laughs> but you can go train with the best fighters in the I world. I mean, it depends. Guys. Like, it depends how you play. If you play Khabib style, then he's shit out of luck. <laughs> you seen how Khabib plays basketball? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's great. That's great. It's like a football, like rugby. They play it like yeah. rugby. <laughs> Backyard rules, man. Yeah. Backyard rules. Did you see Kuram said I'm ready to fight Mahachev? Next yeah, week. that's not gonna happen, man. Whether well, it you know, happens or not, he put it out there. That means a lot. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and Kuram will fight. I don't think they will let him because you have to get tested after the fight medical check and all that and uh to be honest yeah he went all three rounds you know and uh I'm, yeah. i don't know how damaged he is because uh george he's a kickboxer and uh, kickboxers fight a lot like so they're used to it sometimes they fight multiple times in one night sometimes yeah, they yeah. fight multiple times a week you know but uh, i want to ask george about this one what do you think it was more of an impulse or uh, excitedness or do you really think he really he just wants to fight next week? Because that was not an easy fight. Like, I think that um, I think he saw kind of like an opportunity, and I think that he feels good. You know, I think he probably at the time was yeah excited, and he probably feels very good. And he's a tough guy. I have no doubt that he could take this fight and and do good in that next fight. I, I listened to that interview, and he he didn't mean any kind of disrespect or no, anything. No, like of he course, said it he was like. I just know that if something happens or I think, I think he heard they need somebody um, or <clears throat> he's like, he put himself out there. A lot of fighters have done the same thing. A lot of fighters, uh, you know, over the years, like Donald Cerrone and, and some of these other guys, they've gotten themselves Michael fights. Bisping. Yeah. They've gotten themselves fights from just mentioning, Hey, I'm available. Hey, I'll do it. Yeah, back to back, yeah. And, then, and then when the fans support it, it's, it, it's a good thing, but probably right now the UFC has a lot, a lot of guys. They have a lot of guys. I think they, you know, probably want to let Guram heal up from this fight and put him on, you know, something that's going to be good for him. Uh, you know, but who knows? We'll see. I think if Guram had the quality opponent, uh, the same quality opponent as Hamza did, he wouldn't. He probably would have knocked him out. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought when I was watching. Like, well, that is uh, different. It, yeah, because yeah, my my friend was telling me like. Yeah, but remember what Hamza did in his debut? Like, you, do you know who he fought? 
Did you know what, yeah. what the, the the difference of? Bro, you know? did you see what Park did to the guy? Really? Park did even worse than Hamzat. He destroyed him even yeah. way worse than Hamzat. Even though he didn't finish him, right? He went all the way. Yeah. But he, oh man. Yeah, no, yeah, he was. Uh, it was uh, three rounds, but it was total domination. He didn't land the land the glove on 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 Park. But yeah, man, after that kind of display, like from both guys, I mean, they both have a bright future in the UFC, probably. They're probably gonna both be top fifteen, to top ten. Uh, they could fight the again. Year. Maybe they will they fight could, again. They they could fight again down the line. Yeah. Probably main event, maybe like a fight night main event or something. It it depends how they do. But I don't think they will let Guram fight Islam just yet. That that fight's not gonna it's not happening yet. Just yet. Now, if Islam listen, was to say that I will take it, then they would let it happen for sure. If Islam was to say yes, no, I will take it. I don't it. think so. I don't think so. It doesn't make any sense. It yeah, wouldn't make any the, sense. I don't know how the rankings, the rankings and how all that stuff works. Maybe there's some other people that – it's also that your contract, you know. Some people have some fights they need to do because of their contract or something like this. So, so yeah. a new contract, they have time. George, I heard that Gamrot, uh, you know, the Polish um, uh, opponent, Gamrot, he trains in uh, ATT. Sometimes. Yeah, so in, Europe? in South Florida. No, we, no, in, in Florida. In Europe? Yeah. In, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In South Florida, we have the headquarters, ATT headquarters, Coconut Creek. So yeah. he's there too. I mean, it seems like yeah. everybody's in ATT, man. I swear. Well, they have a great team. They have a great team. Down you know, here. Ilya Topuria went there. You know, yeah, I, I did, I did hear. I did hear. I think his management team is down here. His managers. Yeah, think, yeah. His, Same his manager as Jorge Masvidal, and this yes. is what this is what I want to say, yeah. Romy. Did you yeah. see the Masvidal tweet? Which one? Uh, which Masvidal, one? Masvidal. Masvidal said robbery, and I was thinking, dude, you train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You train in ATT. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. <laughs> I'm not surprised you got to say that, that right? Yeah, I, don't, I don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah, no, they're, whatever, team, they're right? teammates, you know, they are. Yeah, so, and, uh, so... They have a great team over there. They have a, an, an amazing group of coaches and staff. I've worked with them, uh, you know, on fights and promotions, doing like a, as a matchmaker. As, you know, I've dealt with them and some of my, a lot of my friends have, you know, worked on the team and, been on the team and stuff. So it's nice. We have a lot of gyms down here. South Florida is like a, a strong <clears throat> yeah. MMA kind of like history. And I've, <clears throat> I've been to one that's in Pembroke Pines. I've been there a couple of times. ATT. I've trained there a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. They started franchising their gyms <clears throat> all over, all over the U S and you know, they have a lot of different locations now. And they're all nice. They're really nice. Yeah. They do, they, yeah they, they do a good job, you know? And, and so, uh, when I first moved, you know, down here, I was with, uh, I started training with Team Nogira and like, you know, the Nogira brothers, you know, they, they started down here in South Florida too. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the Brazilian fighters, you know. Yeah, they like the, South they like that heat. You know, they like, yeah, they like, they like the beaches and the weather. Yeah. to the climate. Yeah, man. Yeah, I tried, you know, I wish I got to meet up with um, Ilya when he was down here. I reached out to him, but. Uh, they had a lot of stuff going on with their, uh, yeah. with meeting the management and kind of uh, different obligations, this, this, and that. But I offered, I was like, Hey, hit me up. I'll take you around. I'll take you out on the boat. 
I was like, let, yeah. let me know, you know, but I, I think uh, it was kind of like, he was in a rush. He was in a hurry to do everything. So <clears throat> that's awesome. I'm glad because I know, I know that management company I've worked with them. Uh, they got the, the same night. I got the award for best media source uh, in the, at the, at the Florida MMA awards, that same yeah. management team that manages Ilya and Jorge, they got best management team award. And they were, yeah, I remember them being there and, and kind of doing like a speech, you know, cause they started that company, just a couple of guys, just a couple of guys. They just were passionate about the sport yeah, and passionate about the fighters and started doing good business and started really being, doing great work and, and uh, built a good reputation for themselves. And now they have a great, a great management company, you know, and, and some of the best fighters uh, on, on that team. So Ilya actually, he's in good hands. He's got a, a nice company. That's, oh, he uh, has a lot behind to, him. He has a lot yeah. to offer, though. Yes, too, you know what I mean. Like no doubt. when you're when that you're Latin, training with such that a Latin sharp... market is huge. He speaks Spanish. He's a, he, the Latin market. Yeah, man, that's a big Italian that's market. a big market. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, it's it's something. Mexico, Puerto Rico, South yeah. America, all of it. Oh my God! Even yeah. Brazil. I mean, everybody understands Spanish in Brazil. Have, I mean, there's only a very few. MMA fighters that are very, very, very marketable, you know, yeah. kind of in, in that market. And if you look at Ilya, he's almost like, I'm not saying, obviously he's not like Conor McGregor, but the style and, and the kind of like the, the potential for him to, to market him, he's got a lot of marketability. You're listening to Fight Pod Georgia, weekly MMA podcast with the Cartwellians. Bro, what yeah. happened to Lomo, Lomo yesterday, man? Oh, by the way, before we continue, you know, he had, Goga, he, up. he was uh, Lopez's main training partner, sparring partner. When he no shit. When Lopez, when Lopez was getting ready for the, no, no, no. When Lopez was getting ready for the Olympics, Goga used to put a whooping on him, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> Goga is no joke. <laughs> That's up next level shit, bro. Goga used to whoop Algeria's ass, bro. I saw it myself. <laughs> and I mean, Mali Naji, he he mopped the floor with him too. I mean, that was uh, not even close. So what's up? So good. what's up? Uh, is he is he still competing? Or, nah, or, he or, he uh, he's just heartbroken. But it's just one of, he's one of those guys that you know he's heartbroken about all the shit. He doesn't want to try anymore. He's like, I'm gonna get fucked again. I'm gonna we have to. Go, you know, put my body through hell again, and then they're gonna try to fuck me up again. Not pay me. The guy's not gonna make weight again. Then they're, they're gonna torture me with the finding a good opponent, this and that. And he's like, plus he needs, he does, he can't work. He needs, he needs a job that will let him train at the same time. He doesn't have a manager. Doesn't have a sponsor. He barely, yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't have people. Mm. He he started off he started off with the wrong people. Because he was young when he came, he was nine. So did Merab, bro. So did Merab. But Merab eventually found. Yeah, people. because he never gave up. No, that's not. There's a lot of factors. The fight game is not easy. You know, it's it's really really yeah. hard. You know, and most people, even the best fighters, <laughs> they they don't necessarily, you know, retire and, and sail off into the into the sunset. It's uh, it's one of those things where you do it for the love. You do it because it's in your heart. 
and and um, so a lot of respect, a lot of respect to all the guys that you yeah, know put man. it put it all out there. Yeah, he's gotta want to do it. I totally feel you. It's it's about the yeah. love for doing your your trade. If he if he yeah. wants to do it, he will do it. You know. Yeah, he's at he's at the place right now. He's like, I don't love it anymore. It's like I hate it. They put me through so much torture, yeah, I and I was there. It. When he was dealing with those promoters, man, I was there. They wanted to pay him like $800 for his – he was 5-0, and no, and they were like, we're going to give you this fight. We're going to pay you $800. And I'm looking at him like, are you fucking kidding me? The and then they gave him – you got a 5-0 and no prospect coming up. He's 20-something years old, 22, 23, came from another country, right? I mean, started training, fighting, sacrificed everything, left, the, left his home, and – uh you're going to give, give him his sixth fight. You're going to give him three weeks to get ready. And then the guy's not making – that guy didn't make weight. And that was just a fucking clusterfuck. And, uh, and he was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I've seen that and, kind and of I know, stuff. I can't, I can't blame him. So man. many times. He got, got burned real bad. Yep. That's, that's the kind of shit that happens. I've seen all kinds the, of stuff, man. I've seen all kinds and, of yeah. stuff. Which I make it high. When when mm. uh, when it was decision time for Guram's fight, bro. What be be honest? Did you did you think they were gonna give it to us? I honestly couldn't tell. I was on the fence. I did not know. I I, honestly, I, I was I was sure we were gonna get screwed, man. I was fucking sure we were gonna get screwed. I yeah, we have the history, <laughs> right? Typically, typically, when somebody's got an undefeated record. When somebody's undefeated, they, they lean towards him. Yeah, it's usually like it's very difficult for them to lose. They want to keep that. Yeah, they want it. So, but I'll say this: market on it. Gudam was very dominant the first two rounds. He was really pressing the action. So there's a lot to say, even in MMA, UFC, about pushing the action, ring control, and, and being aggressive. They actually they judge for that aggressiveness. Yeah, and pushing forward—that's actually yeah. something Some that they judge for. And if you look at the fight, he was kicking nonstop combinations, boom, boom. He was nonstop yeah. going. He's got some man, he kicks. He got a fusion style. You know, I think he probably grew yeah. up doing karate, taekwondo, but later on, he got into Muay Thai, and so he's yeah. got a very fusion style. He, he he's got a beautiful like Kiria. Muay Thai style, but he mixes in the karate. He mixes in just like taekwondo. just like Kiria. Giga, Kiria. Very dynamic. Yeah. Very dynamic. Most, of, most of the most of the Georgian uh, stand-up fighters have uh, similar styles because they all start with Taekwondo and mm -hmm. then they switch to Dutch kickboxing and then the, the Muay Thai and they all develop kind of yes. same way. Yep. Yep. Obviously, Guram is very powerful. I've never seen a Georgian so kickboxer explosive. that powerful. So yeah. fucking powerful, man. It's yeah. Really, his his legs. I mean, <laughs> he's got like baseball best legs. This guy could chop the trees with those with them goddamn <laughs> kicks. I mean, it's working hard. It's you, you can see as as a trainer, and as a person, you know, as a person who's doing martial arts, literally his performance. That's that's how hard he's working. He's putting in so much effort. He's putting. He's working so hard. Like I think I've read the articles where him and comes out used to live at the gym. They actually used to yeah, sleep three years. Sleep so at three the years. Gym. Three. Can you imagine that? Three years. You don't have yeah. a room, you don't have a house, you're just sleeping at the gym and you're training all day, every day, maybe like four or five training sessions in a day. Your life, everything is around and just, so it's, it's a whole nother level. Wow. How much can they actually train together though? Because what do you like, mean? they're totally different 
weight weight right so how much can you train with a guy who is way bigger than you you're not gonna go full-blown sparring with him but you can still get better with working each other because they can both like guran will will help him win the speed uh uh, uh cardio speed cardio yeah speed like he, guran has excellent conditioning obviously he wasn't even tired yesterday and it was a battle and he's really fast he's a lot faster than comes out i would imagine and so he probably helps him with that a lot, the reflexes. And then Kamzat probably helps him with uh, grappling as far as the size goes, as far as getting used to uh, grappling bigger guys, stronger guys. So they can still work with each other, help each other, and you know, make each other better. But when it comes to wrestling, Kamzat needs to go with him, what, like 70%? No, you can go 100% in wrestling and in jiu-jitsu. You're not, you're not hitting anything. So in, in jiu-jitsu, every, every, it's, always, it's always 100%. Or, or wrestling. That's the beautiful thing about grappling. You can always go 100%. Uh, with, with striking, you can't do that. You're going to, you know, leave yeah, yourself yeah, yeah, your, yeah. in the gym that way. But, but man, his, his kicks are – his shins are probably well, – right now in the UFC, he's probably has, he probably has one of the most well-conditioned shins right now. Not, maybe not the best. I'm not going to claim that, but – Definitely one of the best well-conditioned shins right now. His shins are freaking unbelievable. Like when he yeah, I don't, hits I don't know, that I don't bone. Know about his shins. I haven't studied. I don't know. I, I know he's got amazing kicks. I haven't studied his shins. You chin. could tell, bro. You could tell. He didn't even care. He would. He he would. He just wanted to touch him with the chin. He didn't care where. He was like, as long as I kick him somewhere, I don't give a uh, shit. Because well, you know that's just technique. Would... What I saw is great technique. He was whipping his head. Yeah. He was doing everything. Like he was. Yeah. He was, what, I, what I say. To my students, when I teach them, you know, Muay Thai and all that, I say, you want to turn your leg into a baseball bat. When you, yeah. when you, swing, when you swing your leg, you want to swing it like a baseball bat. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we saw with Gunal. He was swinging his no. leg like a baseball bat. Like, grabbing I'll, something, like, boom, boom. I couldn't believe it. He's got such a good, such a good kick, such a good kicking game. It was unbelievable. I can't wait to see him again did now. You, did, you hear the, did you hear the announcer – during the UFC fight, did you hear the announcer talk about yeah. all the Georgian fighters? I did, and then I fucking heard DC changing the subject again. I was like, "What? Shut the fuck up already! Let him talk." Listen, DC <laughs> knows like Hinchigashuli, man. I've seen DC know, take but... a picture with with uh, Hinchigashuli, yo. Oh yeah, I know, I know. He had him uh, in the AKA one time doing the seminars and whatnot. Oh, I didn't but know come that. On, man. The, man, know that. the man's yeah, yeah. But the man's giving us some credit. Let him talk. Come on, why do you get to change the subject like, like that? If you Gura, want, it's interview time, man. Hey, man, Gura, it's interview time, man. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, all right. <laughs> I figured uh, that. Yeah, it's right, let's not shit on DC. He's man, I'm not shitting on DC, but you have to let the guy okay, I'm go. I'm gonna and... shit on DC then. Listen, you gotta let the guy go and uh, <laughs> shake hands with okay. the fucking coaches in the, in the <laughs> opponent's corner, right? But I saw. But I saw. Yeah, you're right. He, he's too much sometimes. But I saw that George. I don't know the guy's name. Uh, he's a British guy. I think yeah, his name is Adam Tandrill or something like that. No, I know, I know, I know his face. I can recognize his face when I see it. Yeah, he was well, uh, yeah. very complimentary, Shout right? Out to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Luke Thomas put out a tweet. I didn't know what to make of it, because I know Luke Thomas That's is a fun. huge fan of. So Luke Thomas is a is a huge fan of uh, Lasha Talahadze, and uh, he's also a huge fan of Georgians. And I'm a huge fan of Luke Thomas. He's a very educated, very smart I person. Know that. I didn't know Luke Thomas appreciated Georgians. I didn't know. Oh that. yeah. Very much. He's uh, he always talks about Alahadze all the time. He so who, says okay, my favorite. So who 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 are we talking about here? 
Kalahadze, who is that guy? The, the, Elijah the Kalahadze weight, is the, the strongest man in the world, yeah. The weightlifter. Nice. He, he's you, got the world think? record. For, oh, really? Are you, are you talking about the Georgian bull? No, 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 like no, 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 no. This no, is an no, Olympic no. weightlifter, George. Olympic ah, no, this weightlifter. is an Olympic oh, champion. I know, you're yeah. talking about. I know you're talking about. That's not some bullshit uh, truck driving, you know. The, no, 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 no. Olympic weightlifter. No. Olympic this is legit weightlifting. He's a professional weightlifter and he's an Olympic champion. This is not some Game of Thrones shit, no. <laughs> so he's a, he's a fan of Lasha, a big fan of Lasha. He always gives him credit. And, uh, but yesterday he put, up, he put out a tweet saying, is, uh, have you guys noticed that UFC has made an effort of signing Georgian fighters lately? And I was like, what are you trying to say with this? Like, so well, you can see they can, that, that they're doing that because that we can, you know, those guys are fighting their ass off. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know what to make of it. I asked him in the tweet. He never replied. That son of a bitch. But, uh, you know. Uh, what could he mean by that? What could he mean by that? I, I, just, think that, I just think <laughs> that he's pointing out a coincidence that all of a sudden, all at the yeah. same time, there's an influx of Georgian fighters coming he in. He is all not a company guy. Why? DC is a company guy. Luke, he is yeah, not absolutely. a company guy. That's why. Luke Thomas, that's why, I, that's why I respect Luke so much because he's never been a company guy. He did it his way. He's still doing it his way. He could have been way ahead of in his, in his career. He could have been bigger than Ariel Hawani if he was, you know, if he was willing to kiss a couple of asses on the, down the road, but he didn't do that. So, <laughs> you know. I like him. I like Luke a lot. He's a, he's very educated. He's a smart guy. Educated. He he he's globally educated, not just locally. Yeah, uh, I like him too. Uh, yeah, I, like- I always listen to his. Uh, he's him and a couple other guys are the ones who I listen to. I like to listen to Ben Hardy. He's, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. There's a big difference between DC and him, definitely, as far as the MMA personalities. But but yeah, shout out to Luke Thomas though. I didn't like the tweet. I did not like that tweet. I know you're a Marine, Luke, but I'll, I, didn't like, I did not like that tweet, okay? I don't think there was anything wrong with the tweet. I'll accept the tweet. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I okay, I didn't like curious. the fact that he didn't respond to me then because I'm Georgian. I got that too much pride in me to, to you know, be left <laughs> hanging like that. And I ask you a question. I'm expected, expecting a fucking a answer, man. You have, to do, you have to do a DM, man. I'm not going to DM another grown man. Are you kidding me? No, listen, this, me- this is media. This is media communication. I'm kidding. It's allowed. No, yeah. I don't even know how to do the DM, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've never done it in my life. You don't know how to, you don't know how to slide into the DMs? No, no, on, not, not on, on Twitter. Twitter. No. Yeah, me not too. I don't Twitter, know how no. the fuck do you do that on Twitter. I don't know how to do it. If somebody texts me, I can reply, but I don't know how to. Like, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I don't even use like, oh, It gave me a headache. I can't, I can't get through it. Facebook, no problem. I'm, I leave. Uh, I leave the. I leave the tweets to the birds. Listen. So, uh, Liana is fighting. She looks like a beast. The one she's fighting. <laughs> Uh, Miranda Maverick. I think I've seen her fight once, that Maverick girl. Because as we've seen with Liana, she specializes, uh, you know, on the ground. In ground, yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, depending on who she's going against, you know, we might be able to... If you look, yeah, if you look her, at the person's record, 
You can see her striking. Her striking needs a little tighten up still. The the here's the thing: the the girls that she's fighting right now, for the moment, uh, being, we don't really have a lot of information on these people, right? So we don't really know uh, what's gonna happen, what they, how they fight, and uh, what they like to do, and we don't even know a lot of. We don't even have a lot of information on Liana either. She only had what two fights in the UFC. With all with all due respect, anything outside of that kind of doesn't count. Whatever she did in the UFC, she had that first fight. She got dominated, unfortunately, but the second fight was pretty quick, and uh, she got the submission. So, I want to see her transitions. I want to see her level changes. I want to see her takedowns. I want to see how she tightens up her game and evolves. And we'll see if she, you know, she's been training hard. Uh, I've been watching her uh, videos. She's been putting up videos. She's training pretty much every day, but um, we'll see. I, I can't wait to see her. You know, I can't wait to see what, what, how, how, how much she has evolved. I saw her some uh, some some lunging punches in her last fight. Next last fight, I didn't like it. I want to see if she corrected those. If she tightened her uh, technique. Uh, so yeah, I'll be looking forward to it, and I'll be a nervous wreck as always, watching. Um, but uh, I think. But then the main event, though, Ooh, can't wait to. Bro, I think I uh, her opponent, bro. She was fighting in uh, Invicta. And uh, they got a lot of it's like they got a lot of girls coming up from there. Invicta, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Invicta is where the girls come come from. Yeah, yeah the, so like the, she's been like fighting. A, I think it's fair to say that she's been fighting a, on a better, um, in a in a better organization before moving to UFC. Whereas yeah. Liana was a champion in uh, in Russia, in Russia, right? but. I don't think that's as high as the Invicta. Yeah. yeah, Russia does not have. I don't think Russia has as many high-level women fighters, female fighters, I should say, as America. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but yeah, it's one of those things where a UFC level, you know, it's it's a yeah. whole, it's a whole another level of everything. I think she's a wrestler think... too, so I I don't know. It would be good to see. Liana work her hands more, you know, before she gets on the ground, you know, that would be nice, man, to see, like and, you said, like to and see. And I'm not body. asking her to become a striker, you know, but you gotta have enough to kind of close the distance to get to where you're trying to get to the I takedown. Think, I think you have to be able to hurt somebody standing before you even take them down. And that's, that's just ideal. That would be good if you can do that. But yeah, I don't even know what, well, how much I can tell you about this fight. <clears throat> Unfortunately, not much. Uh, all I can do is wish her luck. I mean, seems like the girl also, is pretty well-rounded, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, I, dude, I enjoyed the UFC main event a lot too. I enjoyed the the renovated Brian Ortega. God bless For you. Real heat, thank you. Yeah, he looked he looked amazing, man. He looked like a different fighter. 
and George was texting us yesterday about that, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, he's he's never been this sleek. He uh, he beat a, he just he, outclassed him. He outstruck. He outstruck a, a boxer, right? Yeah, I think so. He's a he's, yeah. a, he's a boxer or he's a striker primarily. Yeah. He outstruck a striker. What do you and mean by fucking striking? No, but Ortega went for the legs. Plus, he he switched uh, he switched stance too, a couple of times, and that kind of confused the uh, zombie a little bit. And um, he hurt him, man. He hurt. Then him. that spinning spinning elbow was oh. fucking nasty. The Shit. thing is, he caught him with this with this part of the, of his elbow, like with the where the muscle is, if he had caught him with the bone, who knows what, what that could have done. He probably would have knocked him out. But he caught him with this. This is not, even when you flex, this this part right here is not as, uh, is not as hard. So I love when, fights like this is the reason I love mixed martial arts. You don't see this in boxing a lot. When, when you got top five, like upcoming fight with McGregor and Poirier, that's going to be a great fight. When I love when like number two is fighting number four or number three is fighting number five. Those are the best fights usually. I love those fights. And definitely the upcoming main event next week is going to be pure fucking fire. Oh, uh, I can't those wait. Are, uh, you, there, there are some good fights on that. Not just the main event, man. And I love the fact that it's at 2 p.m. I don't have to fucking break night again. Uh, it's it's the last fight island, yeah. So yeah, and it's at oh, two p.m. The main card starts at two p.m. Uh, New York time, and I'm gonna enjoy. Listen, I mean, when it when the main events are like at one a.m. and twelve a.m., it's like ah, oh, we got I'm like the, I want to watch it so bad, but it's like I'm already tired, man. I had the I I I, you know, I took my kid for a walk in the morning. I did a five mile run in the afternoon and then I did this and I did that. I did the grocery shopping, this and that. And I'm like 12, 12 a.m. I'm like, oh, fucking dead. Okay, I don't have any energy left to get excited. But when it's 2 p.m. and the main event is like at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., it's like, it's so good, man. It feels so good. Bro, we got, we got um, Robert Whittaker Cannoneer fight on this one, man. One of these guys. Oh, my God, yeah. He's going to be next I think, I, for easy. I think, I think Robert's got this one. He's been on a tear, uh, not not on a tear, but uh, he's been looking really good since uh, his uh, since he, ever since he lost the belt. He's been coming back strong. He looked really good against Till. I watched his, some of his, some of the footage, and he uh, he looks sharp in the training. He looks focused. He looks liberated. I think Robert's got this one, man. I think it's a knockout by Robert, or maybe a decision. Another fight definitely I'm a tough guy, but is um Nathan Nathaniel Wood versus Casey Kenny, man. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a good fight. Nathaniel I think, I think Wood. Kenny, I think Kenny owns owns Wood, man. We'll see. I want him to because <clears throat> listen, when anybody who was who has fought Mirab and lost to him, I want them to do good. Anybody who has fought Kenny's any of the Georgian guys. Kenny's just tougher, and Kenny has a huge wrestling wrestling game as well man Nathaniel I don't think yeah. he got any wrestling game bro and he's got some kicks too man Casey he, oh yeah he, uh... his last fight man you were talking about that oh his yeah. last fight he absolutely 
mur murdered with his legs, man. He did, and guy. it was not even that long ago, like one month or less than a month ago. It man. was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Casey Kenny's coming back strong, bro. Casey Kenny's a contender, blood. I'm telling you, watch. You know what I want to see? Casey Kenny versus Ricky Simone, bro. That fight will be a banger. Bro. I I honestly do not care what Ricky Simone does, to be honest with you, because. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I that guy robbed me the wrong way. He didn't give Marab any props at all. Like, what what the uh, what uh, Guram did, right? That's it. It's nice when that happens. I mean, just at least say that you got lucky or acknowledge it somehow. Like, don't be acting like you took over the fight and you dominated it. You know. I don't care what Simone does. Most intriguing fight coming up, man. Talking about Habib versus Justin Gaethje, man. Oh, my that God. Is... I'm so conflicted. Wow. I'm so conflicted. Like, at the... There's no evidence to to pick against Habib. There's just not. The man has lost, like, what? One round in his whole career? How can you pick against him? But then you got this psycho... When he says... Like, I believe everything he says because he hasn't shown anything otherwise. Like, ever since he got to the UFC or even before that, he says what he says and then he backs it up 100%. He does not quit. He fights like he does not care whether he dies or lives. And he promises the same thing against Khabib. And I believe him. I know that he's going to risk all of his brain cells if he has to against Khabib in this fight. Something that nobody would do. Like, Connor wouldn't do that. Poirier wouldn't do that. Ferguson wouldn't do that. Nobody would do that. Justin Gagey does not give a fuck. He will go out there and he will fight like it's a fight to the death, like he does every fucking time because this guy is a psycho. He's a sick individual and that's why I love him. So I'm conflicted. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think. Anything can happen in a fight. But overall, are you trying to say if Habib wraps him up and squeezes his neck, he's not gonna tap? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to finish that. Overall, you still can't pick against Khabib as much as I not believe Just real. Justin, as much as I like him, his his fights, fighting style, and all that. <clears throat> uh, it's very hard to pick against uh, Khabib. It's Listen, very hard. He Khabib is the, the favorite. He gotta be the favorite. Know. Um, but like, no, nah, the reason I he say is that is because you said like, um, mentioned Connor and Dustin Poirier and, uh, Habib had an easy job with them com comparatively. But, um, what I think yeah. is interesting about this fight is, um, like everybody says Justin Gaethje is an amazing wrestler and I believe them, but he hasn't used wrestling, bro. So yeah, he doesn't I don't know, bro. He doesn't like. In this fight, if we see Justin Gaethje using wrestling, I think that would be the most exciting thing ever. Like, well, it depends what you say <laughs> when you say using wrestling. The, the Justin is not even when he was wrestling, he talked about it. Even when he was a wrestler, he would he didn't go for takedowns a lot. He he was good at his thing was scrambling. He his thing was takedown defense. He was a good scrambler, and he would get get on top of you, would get your back, and that's what he was good at. And that's what he's gonna need exactly against Khabib. So that's that's uh, that's what we might see work for him because he's not gonna go for a takedown. I'm sure he's not gonna go for a takedown, even if he and he shouldn't either. Like he's not gonna take Khabib down. He won't be able to. 
But uh, his scrambling, he's, he's, got, he's got a very good scramble. He's got very quick hips. I've seen some of his wrestling tapes from college uh, on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, he's got good, good scrambles. He's very quick. He, he moves his hips down really, really fast. So that could help him a lot. If if uh, if he gets out of the takedowns, if he forces Khabib to fight him, his fight, oof, that's gonna be very interesting. This is, this is a proper main event, man. Like yeah. you know, hardcores, casuals. I can't everything. wait. I can't wait. You tune into the Cartwellians on the Fight Hard podcast. Fight Hard. I really wanted to talk to you guys about this. I watched Icarus the other day. I cannot believe I hadn't seen that movie before. The, what is it? Yeah, what, 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 what movie is it? You've never seen Icarus? No, no, no. no. Icarus, alien it's movie. about this. No, what are, you, what are you talking about? It's not alien movie. Oh, my bad. I love it's alien about... movies. Me too. <laughs> no, I'm that. talking about Icarus, guys. You got to watch Icarus. If you have Netflix. You talking about the Greek story, Icarus? The guy that flew no, too close no, to the no, sun? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's 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 called Icarus. It's about this guy. He's a he was a cyclist, right? And he was like losing all these tournaments, even though he was uh, training really hard. And he decides to start doping to win the tournament. Ah, and shit. then he, he he links up with this Russian guy mm. uh, who was uh, ahead of uh, uh, athletic commission in Russia for the Olympic Games. Things start unfolding, and it's it's a great fucking movie. You gotta watch it, man. I could. It was like three hours long or something. Three hours, goddamn. But I gotta go. I got some leftover hinkali. Uh-huh. I gotta chug down. Fry that. Spend some Are you gonna fry with, uh, that? You you better fry that. Yeah. Make it look crispy. I'm gonna fry man. that. Listen, uh, you gotta thank go somebody for us. Getsadze. Dotji. Yes. Every time. Getsadze. Dotji. Yeah. Well, logo. I'm. Uh, I love the logo, by the way. And if and, you need uh, any work, go to getsatz.g, the best designer. Absolutely. And thank you for being with us on episode ten. Yeah. Cartwellians. We're out. Romy, enjoy that Hingali, bro. I will. <laughs> All right, later, bro. Hingali. Best country, Georgia. Cartwellians, go, man! This was his big mistake. Fight for Georgia. <laughs>